In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. I think I think it's just going to be all cringe today. I think oh. so. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll come up with something else. But I'm going to start out with something that I keep seeing, and I... I tried to watch it today. I really tried. First of all, it, it has someone whose work we enjoy, and that would be uh, Spock, Zachary Kinto. Kinto Quinto. Okay, I was like, which, which, Dr. Spock? Like, yeah. Ambassador Spock, Spock, Star Trek 2009. Okay, I had to fast forward through the first episode because I was so bored out of my mind. And, that's, a, that's a bad sign. And this is what I got from it. There's an old Rolls Royce that has something to do with something. And then you have your vampire, Spock. Vampire Spock is an old, old man a, in your classic Vampire Spock. That's, a, that's, that. a, that's a third season episode yeah. if I ever heard of Vampire one. Spock, yeah. Nice. Nah, that's a lesser season. Right? Vampire Spock just didn't make any sense. So Vampire Spock, uh, you have a, let's say... 10-year-old boy, and he feels lonely, and it's Christmas, and he goes outside, and there's a candy cane on the front step, and he picks it up, and then a car door opens, and he sees all these presents. You know, not that I'm saying that I have any more sense than that as a child, or that, like, given the, it wouldn't have been a candy cane, because, like, I really wasn't into candy, but, like, if you would have put, like, I don't know, a Reese's peanut butter cup, or, like, a comic book, like... You definitely would have reeled me in with that. Like, I'm really afraid that I would have been one of those kids that went missing because they were just like, hey, buddy, here's here's Action Comics. Do you want to read it? And I'd be like, well, I certainly do. All I how, thought was... How bad could a person that has Action Comics be? I thought, candy cane? You think that's going to lure me? <laughs> no way, there's, buddy. There's some kid. And the kid is old enough. It's like, for real? And then he sees somebody kill his mother on the front lawn. Wait, when that's happening? Like while they're luring him into the He gets the in the car, car and his mom comes out and he sees her get killed and Wait, okay, does he how what's his reaction? Well, he's not real happy about it. But uh Van- are, you, are you underplaying that or like no, was he, it's just it's he's just what? like oh, oh that's not good. Was it was it a very like British reaction? I I say that Vampire Spock says Vampire Spock says, Don't you worry. We're going to Christmas land. But does he does he say it like vampires are supposed to? Yes. He 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 turns and he does that. Yeah. We are going to Christmas okay. land. Okay, not quite that, <laughs> okay. but it's because that's how that was <laughs> that was my problem when I watched Interview with the Vampire. Like I thought they were really committed to all this garbage, but like when Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt start talking to each other and they're not going blah 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 blah. Uh, this like, is Bela Lugosi. I, I just. But anyway, it but, is. Isn't that one of the things after vampires bite you that you're supposed to do? Okay. You- Drink blood, sleep in coffins, uh, stakes through the heart, and what is going on here? No. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. So, 
he's he's t- he's talking in an unusual manner, and he's all hunched and he's like, eh, "I'm an old man." <laughs> and so, vampire Spock is the vampire. So Spock. he's almost giving like a Gary Oldman in Bram Stoker's Dracula-like yes. performance. Okay. Yes, and the kid is fine to just sleep in the car. So. One story is... Man, I wish I had that ability. I can't sleep for anything as an adult. Like, oh, by the way, this is... Let me I mean, about it. the only vampire I can probably go to sleep after seeing is like The Count from, from Sesame Street. It It's Nosferatu is what it's called, but it's N-O-S, the number four, the letter A, the number two, Nosferatu. And... Uh, so it's it's like the second Fast and the Furious movie where there's lots of... It's that's the license plate on this special old car. I don't know why the car is special, but it is. Would you want to advertise the fact that you're like an undead vampire? Like I I don't know because I'm not. And it seem, but it seems like that would be the kind of thing you'd want to keep on the DL. And having a vanity plate because you've got to you have to register that like. Somebody's going to see it and just be like, "Wait, I don't know." Nosferatu. They're like, "Are you?" And he'd be like, "No, I am not." Or no, well, however he talks. So the the story of uh, Vampire Spock is, and this is really going to shock you, the kid starts feeling worse and Vampire Spock starts looking younger. <gasps> well, that's, I mean, if, oh, you know, I never would have known that was going to happen. If you know anything about non-counting vampires, that's a, I mean, that's a dealie. So... Was he just drinking the blood, or was I, we, he bathing We're not seeing that. We're okay. not seeing that. Right. We just okay. know the kid is clearly being drained, and he's going to Christmas land, and now the kid has these crazy pointy teeth. Because he's with Nosferatu, Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. Yes, yes, Nosferatu, Too Fast, Too Furious. Right. Exactly. So that's that story. He gets the kid, and he drives somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And there's a lot of time that they spend a good, it seemed like 15 minutes. It was probably only three which was way too long to show him looking at a map. It's not like an Indiana Jones look at like the wah, 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 and it's doing like no, the No, he the unfolds line. a map and then you read the places. Oh, it's not even like No. Okay. No, like, and then like a It's place. like if you filmed me with your cell phone and I'm just like, "Hold on. I no. picked this up in the gas station." Yes. We're here. Yes. Well, okay. So that's that story. That's all I know of that. And then you have the girl. Now, apparently the girl is going to find out she has some supernatural abilities. And apparently there is some manner of other supernatural going on because there was a character uh, who you see approach a crime scene. And this is still part of Vampire Spock show. Yeah, but that's all you see of Vampire Spock. He picks up the kid with the candy cane and the presents. He drives. Well, I mean, they're going to Christmas land. Christmas End of land. Story. He drives. So you have the the young girl. Do, do you think they're not going to Christmas I don't land? Know. That'd be a twist. Huh. Anyway, I mean, I kind of want to know: Are they going to Christmas land? How great would it I be if, like, they see. just show up and it's like it's this winter themed, and they're just like, "Hello, little boy." Ho, ho, but ho, you see, ho. the kids in the back seat with all the presents in one shot, and in the next, there's no papers. Like he's opened them. It's just maybe he he gently removed them. Folded them and then put them for away use, for use later. Yeah, that is the sensible, environmentally like responsible way. I mean, that's the way I open. Okay, presents. it's awful. So then you have this girl who rides a motorcycle a lot. 
And then there's something in her eye, and people kind of, what's that camera thing where it's a little shaky, but it's more like... Like first person? No. No? Yes, it's first person. But anyway, everyone looks shaky to her, and it sounds like they're underwater, and there's something in her eye. That's her story. I know. And then... Does she have an eye patch on her I don't know. Is that the thing? Then there's purple-haired girl who has two Scrabble tiles as her earrings. One is the letter F. You can only imagine what the other letter earring is. And she has a bag... Is it, is it an a, a for Abercrombie and Fitch? No. No. Um, she has a bag that made me think of Hermione's, only when she reaches her hand into the bag, her arm disappears up to her elbow. Now, I thought that was interesting. I went, huh, what's in that bag? So she's some sort of, show me where Daniel is. That's the kid going to Christmas land. And we don't see her again, so I guess she didn't find out. I couldn't. It's, I mean, it's a little... I, I like I like where you're going when you say vampire Spock, but everything that followed it, <laughs> I, I really like. I like the idea of a Vulcan being bit yeah, no. by an undead creature, and no. for some reason fusing together that the best be the best of of a Vulcan and a vampire. That's a you show I watch. Younger, isn't it? Time you went back to sleep. Okay. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I just I I couldn't. I just couldn't. I don't know if it's been renewed, and I care so little, I'm not even going to look it up. It's on AMC, but I watched it on Hulu. Nosferatu. Not Nosferatu. Ooh, the scary black and white movie. It's Nos number four. Uh, two. It's just, I was so disappointed. It. I mean, I, I haven't even beheld it, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm disappointed for you. Like, <laughs> I tried to commit to the whole hour and 20 minutes. I mean, you and I will usually find something that's at least, I'll just be like, listen, all of this was dumpster fire garbage, but at least this person gave a significant enough performance. Like, it's not all Drek. It doesn't sound like there there was a whole lot going on that you're just like, well, we wasted a lot of money. We learned nothing. Um, Well, actually, they probably didn't waste that much money. They just had to get the car. So you have the there's there's a set, you know, there's a house, there's outside, there's driving around on the motorcycle, and there's driving in the car. This didn't cost that much to make. I can't imagine. Zachary Quinto isn't that cheap, is he? Like but, I mean, between Heroes and Star Trek two thousand nine, I'd really think the guy can just be like, Okay, you gotta pay me a little more than that. Like he's not getting scale at this point. Maybe it gets better, but the thing is I, I didn't care. care. Uh, not at all. I just just, I might one day decide to read a summary going, oh, that's what they were doing with it. People Sucked. people would ask Christopher Nolan about, like, his Batman movies, and they'd be like, you know, what have you saved for, like, the next one? Like, what are you planning for the sequel? And he's like, we don't we don't make the movies like that. We, we put it all into the movie that we're working on, and if we're lucky enough to be asked to do a follow-up, then we put everything we have into that one. He goes, nothing has been saved. He goes... All of the best things that we could create, that we could come up with, we've placed in this. And I'm just like, man. Case in point, guys, that's that's how you do like mm-hmm. anything. Like if just put all the good stuff in, put just, all that you can. That's good. Just put it all in there. Don't don't so, save it for later because you might be in a situation where your first two episodes are terrible, and you saved all the goods for the third one, and now 
Um, there's no one there. Yeah, I just, so Nosferatu, I just couldn't. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what is worth watching and not. As is the case, it seems, this time. So, the next thing we're going to talk about was actually made for Netflix. Ten minutes into it, and I'm thinking, I watched the whole thing, by the way. I watched every second of it. It's called Coffee and Kareem. <laughs> like Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Abdul yeah. Is is there is his friend on the show like a robot named Coffee? Like it's an acronym like C O F no, no. No, Coffee is the last name of the police officer played by Ed oh, Helms. No, I thought it was maybe John Coffee from the movie Green Mile. No. Uh it has two, Taraji two really Henson in it. Large like Bald men going going around solving crimes? It has David Alan Greer in it. Um, and it has what I first thought was um, a, a sassy girl. No, it's a sassy boy. It's just, um, and not like a like, trans boy. Not, I just like, genuinely thought that it was a girl. Not like in an androgynous, no, no, Tilda Swinton because, kind of way? Because he has really long... Um, Hair? Yeah, really long cornrows. And he's and he was sassy, and he's at the age where he hasn't, I guess, gone through puberty yet. And so, so like he doesn't have like the defined jaw? No, he, and he's a little, a little on the the heftier side. I need to show you a picture of me. When I was 16. And for those of you that... I, I saw you when that, you were 16. ...that have not seen me at that point, um, I had very long hair then. Like, I, I haven't had long hair in, I don't know, let's say 22 years. On the way to an amusement park, I let one of my friends braid my hair into <laughs> cornrows. Like, I... But, like, I don't think I had especially feminine features then either. It, it just took me a few minutes to go, oh, oh, that's... He's a boy. Okay. No, I just, I just thought it was a girl. That was just my first impression that he, here's the story. You have Ed Helms as the cop, and he is dating the the young man, Kareem's um, mother, who is... Now, in this, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a not, character? Not in or it at he, all. Or no. is he Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No. So, this movie is... It's about trust... And it's about Wait, Ed, Ed being is, honest with who you are. It's not It's not a, like a buddy cop yeah, comedy? Yeah, it's a okay. comedy. Oh, thank goodness. It's a comedy. Oh, thank well, But it's just not funny. Oh. Yeah, it's just not funny. So I'm the writer for Coffee and Kareem, and I'm just, and, and you know me, I'm not opposed to profanity. But now, if if you've never spoken to her outside of the podcast, you'd like, have no idea. You'll you'll learn that real quick. Like yes, it, or if she is, it's it's a bizarre kind of almost ironic situation that it offends her so much. <laughs> you just be like, why does she daily torment herself? Like I don't know. Huh, oh well. But I think that such language can be used to great comedic effect, and I I understand. The shock value of seeing a, a younger person say something that a more mature person would say. Only, uh, and I'm not saying that middle school age boys don't speak like this. In my experience, they did. Yes. Yeah. But it was just how, how many of George Carlin's words can we use? 
and we're just going to like put a verb in between a few of them and just use all of them. And like, it's just like all the words. I'm not one of those people that says you don't have to curse to be funny. Um, I think it really just matters the, the the same way you would use ingredients to yes. make to make some kind like a spectacular dish. Like George Carlin and Eddie Murphy come to my mind first when I'm sitting there going, "Can you be funny and curse?" Holy cow! Yes, the two of those men use mm-hmm. that like they they are painters on like just this broad canvas. Are, are there also a lot of comedians out there? that just curse endlessly that I don't ever crack a smile at. Yeah. Like really at the end of the day, you have to be funny, but I don't think cursing or, or that necessarily makes you funny or not. And even the juxtaposition with using a, is it a child or is it just a younger Uh, person? He's in sixth or seventh grade. Okay. So, but maybe, maybe in the, in this world, that's really just not, it just, it's just that his lines aren't funny is the thing. And Ed Helms is playing the character he always plays. He's an annoying, dweeby type of guy. I don't, I don't, I don't want to impugn him as an actor, but I, I think that's, oh. it's really just, that's what he can do. Wouldn't it be funny if he, he's not that, but like in real life, he's like Indiana Jones. Like, oh, or like, a, like Jim Varney, who played Ernest mm-hmm. in all 10,000 of the Ernest movies. Um, was actually a Shakespearean trained actor. Like, but the only thing really anybody associates him with is, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, just just that goof he plays in the Ernest movies, but like that guy had legitimate acting chops. It really would be funny if Ed Helms was in the set. Like, he's just like, oh my goodness, I I played I played Shylock and Shakespeare. I like I was in Death of a Salesman, but the only they just they want me to keep being like the the character from like The Office or Hang. I just ah, uh, I'm so much more than this. So you have they're going for humor with a lot of language, but it's just not funny. Uh, Ed Helms is white and. In the event, you which which is also another thing he incorporates into all of his roles. It's it's very much a, I'm dating an African American woman, and he brings that up several times. Then they go, you know, you didn't say that. It's like, and then he goes, I did. Is the title also kind of a play on the fact that coffee and cream yeah. are also two different, yeah, shades? I am, guess. Am I, am I, am I, that's not being lost on me? Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. I mean, maybe. Like coffee and... Or it, maybe you just thought it was Kareem because he's in he's in it as well, but you it's really just about having a hoity-toity, like, up-your-nose pronunciation. Hey, it's coffee and Kareem. So... <laughs> Please don't call it cream. It's Kareem. Ed Helms plays the bumbling detective who gets bumped down to traffic... Because he loses a suspect that he had in his car. Is that like a for real thing? That you could lose you, a suspect? No, no. I, well, yeah, obviously you can lose suspects. But I'm just saying like if you're like a detective and you lost a suspect, like, uh, I, you know, I really, my dad was a cop for like 30 years. I This is probably a question I could just, I could ask him. But like in the movie, like in like, I don't know, Lethal Weapon 4, like, the Murtaugh and Riggs get bumped down to like traffic duty or something like that. And they're, they have to wear like the patrolman outfits. The more I'm, I'm, I'm wondering like, is that what really happens? Or are they just like, you're fired? Oh my yeah. goodness. You're an idiot. Are you fired? Like you don't get bumped down to like being like the, the, uh, the crosswalk cop at like a school or something. Like what does that really happen? I, I don't know. 
I mean, we don't have callers, so I can't say call in and tell I'm going to say it doesn't. But this is what happens in All the right. movie. All right. And so the, the kid, he doesn't want um, Ed Helms to be dating his mom. And so he wants this guy that he kind of sort of knows who has a reputation as a gangster. And that's how he said it. Um, he wants him to just scare him and beat him up. So the kid walks into what ends up being the murder of a dirty cop. And then they go after the kid and run into Ed Helms. Isn't that the plot of Cop and a Half? Uh, probably. I think so. The Burt so, Reynolds. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but the over-the-top, I get everything right, type A female detective, she and the captain are actually dirty cops. I know, right? And so they have to, you know, take everybody down and blah, 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 blah. And in the end, Coffee and Kareem become friends. So it's a buddy picture with Ed Helms and a kid. And it is in no way amusing. This, this, this comes at kind of an odd placement to that. Like, because I was going to follow it with, I miss buddy cop. Like, seems like in the 80s and even the early 90s, like, those were just yeah. everywhere. Like you, 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 you got together like two personalities that would clash and then you just kind of let, you know, stuff happen. Doesn't, doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. And when they finally do, evidently you're telling me that they picked two of the wrong per and Ed Helms is not an unfunny Right. Person. It's just, it's just not funny. That That's it. That I mean, it's, me. it's just not funny. Well, I mean, they're, they're trying to do another Beverly Hills cop. So like maybe... Ten minutes into it, I said to myself, oh, what I wouldn't give to be watching an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. And, like, if you know anything about us, that's that's not a thing we mm -hmm. say except, like, if you're torturing us and just being, like, in the same way, like, you you torture somebody that had, like, nuclear codes or something. They'd just be like, say it, say it, say it. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I want to watch Sandler on Netflix. It's By not the a, way, it's did not I discuss thing. with you Conan... And Adam Sandler. Conan the Barbarian. The Barbarian. Conan, Conan the O'Brien. Oh, and Adam oh okay, the O'Brien. Did I discuss this with you? I don't believe so. Apparently, Conan and Adam live in the same neighborhood. Who else lives in there? I don't know. And does, does Kevin James live in their neighborhood too? And David Spade? But apparently, every time they walk by, because Adam Sandler has a dog or dogs, the whole family yells, Conan! Which. Is exactly what I would do. But he had an actual altercation, Adam Sandler did, with some neighbor woman who called him a jerk because she was talking on the phone and her dog was off leash and he wanted her to put the dog on leash so her dog wouldn't come near she, his she dog because of quarantine. She didn't get mixed up and think he was Steve Martin no, and was referring no, was to one of his movies. Thing, okay. right? And so she thought he was being a jerk and he was like, just put your dog on the leash and she can't hear him. Just put your dog on the leash. But your dog isn't always on a leash. It's like, but it's quarantine. And so... Oh, you have to, have to, have to find Adam Sandler and the YouTube interview with Conan O'Brien. You have to. It is that delightful. Sound, listen, at, as much as much garbage as we constantly give Adam Sandler, there, there, he is not completely devoid of comic talent. Oh yeah. Um, like some of his stuff on Saturday Night Live is good. Um, a lot of his earlier films I appreciated. I think it was somewhere around like. Maybe Little Nicky or The Longest Yard. I was just like, I can't. And I can't honestly, do this with anymore. things the way they are right now, I would have done the same thing. 
Well, Sony was paying him like at one point. Adam Sandler had a longer like box off a winning box office streak than Tom Hanks did. Wow. If you if you average together the grosses of their films versus what they were making, Adam Sandler again, and, and this is based not on the quality of the film, but like on the basis of like is this film profitable versus its budget. Adam Sandler was one of the most bankable stars in the world. Like, which it hurts my head, especially when I think I'm just like, wait, there's, there is some metric that Adam Sandler beats Tom Hanks. Young girl. Young girl. It it does kind of look like a young girl. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, um, on, on, um, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, coffee and cream. 21%. 21%. Out of 25? Google users, 65% liked it. Out of 60? And 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb. And uh, it was produced by Ed Helms, and it's just, it's just, it's just awful. Oh, that's funny. Top oh, top voted tags disturbing. <laughs> Work oh, working with a worn out premise, repellent characters, brutal violence, and continuous profanity. This movie is a prime example of farce. In this case, low comedy that hits rock bottom early on. I mean, as much yeah. as this is probably evidence that like. Just putting together like conflicting personalities doesn't make it. Bad Boys for Life also recently came out and proved that like if you will do this correctly, there is still much. Like I want to say it, it made more than either of the previous Bad Boys movies. Crossed like the two hundred million dollar mark, and even started talks about like a Bad Boys four. So like if you will put together, and I don't want to call Ed Helms untalented, um, but I, I will definitely call Will Smith talented. Um, and Martin Lawrence is at least funny in the Bad Boys movies. This isn't much of a movie, and there this isn't much of an homage to movies like Forty Eight Hours and Lethal Weapon either. Oh my goodness, Forty Eight! <sighs> not another Forty Eight Hours, but Forty Eight Hours. Just it's just bad. Eddie Murphy, gold, and Nick Nolte, who is basically known for being crazy now, mm-hmm. also actually really good in that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, so um, I cannot recommend Coffee and Kareem. Jenna walked in while we were watching it, gave it a few minutes and said, that's Andy from The Office. This isn't funny, and left. <laughs> I, when, whenever you have characters or actors that have played characters that, I, I don't know if Andy's iconic, but I think he's he's at least like classic I or beloved. I always hated Andy. But like within the okay, Dwight. Did you did you love Dwight or did you love that you disliked Dwight? I outright hated Andy from the very beginning. He just got on my every last nerve, which I believe was the point. Dwight, I found annoying, but he, you, you there were wanted, things about him I liked. Okay, l- let me ask this as well. Like, did you watch Ed Helms when he was on The Daily Show, or yes. was your inner okay? Because I that that my introduction was there, and I guess going into it, especially seeing any. Daily Show alum mm-hmm. that happened to make the the crossover into there. It maybe it gave him a little bit of a like an up like in mm-hmm. mind, like especially like the thing that made me tune into the office in the first place that Steve Carell, who was previously on the Daily Show, 
I was just like, oh, well, I like And this he guy. has a new The Office in Space coming out. It's not called that, but you know he's think, the captain, right? Yes. In Space with Malkovich? I mean... Okay, at the point that you're in a hit sitcom for at least like five, six, seven years... Like, okay, Kelsey Grammer was played Frasier Crane between Cheers and Frasier for like, what, 21 years? Mm-hmm. I think when he came to the end of it, he was making like two, three million an episode. Kelsey Grammer doesn't have to do a thing in this world. Like, if a script comes across him that he he's like, this looks like fun, but I'll guarantee you, that guy goes around like scrambling Fabergé eggs every morning for breakfast. As long breakfast. as he keeps showing up on The Simpsons, I'm just saying, I'm like fine. that guy doesn't have to do like Side another show, thing. Bob. And Ed Helms is probably and probably not oh, yeah. the exact same, but like his work on The Office and like his the the part he played in the Hangover movies. That guy's probably covered. Oh, like, I'm sure. Like, I mean, he can't have three houses unless he keeps working, but he can have like the two million dollar houses mm-hmm. that he already owns and the multiple sports cars. Oh, I have no doubt. So, um, Nosferatu, I have to say, cringe. Coffee and Kareem and a cringe and a gagging noise. So it's the first. It's, that was about to say. Normally, we just give a cringe. It's not no. a. Cringe up. But thank you so much for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.